everyone. I am Farah Kimji, and you are listening to the Futura Talks podcast. I believe the future will be built by those who see opportunity where others see uncertainty. It will be built by people that don't look like the traditional leaders of our past, but by women and individuals from diverse backgrounds that see the world differently and who are driven to make it better for all. This podcast will feature these people, self-made leaders and entrepreneurs that defy odds and are motivated to build a better future. We will also share practical advice for how you can unlock your full potential as the leader of your own Futura. Now, let's jump into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. So last week, we talked about breaking up with your career identity, and more specifically, the signs that you might experience to signal that it is actually time for you to have a career identity breakup. Those signs that we talked about were when you don't feel passionate anymore about what you're doing, when you're not fulfilled by the job or the work that you're doing, when maybe there's no more opportunities for growth in the role that you're in, or if you find yourself daydreaming about other opportunities that are more exciting or you're envisioning this other life. Um, and you have this longing for more meaningful work. Those are the signs that it's time to check in with yourself and see if it's time for a career identity breakup. So then I promised you with this episode that we would kind of pick up where we left off. And if you're feeling like it actually is time for that career identity breakup, and you've identified that you do want to make a change, but you don't know where to start, right? Maybe you're feeling stuck, unsure, not ready. Maybe you don't think you're allowed. You're like, I have been doing this my whole life. I built my career to do this. I went to school for this. This is what people pay me for. I don't think I can just change things up. I know I want to, but I don't think I could change things up. Or if I do want to, I don't know how. Okay. If that's the position you're in where you're saying, I want to make a change. I don't know how, I don't even know how to give myself permission to do that. Then this episode is for you. This episode is all about how to actually step into a new identity. All right. So I want to start by having you remind yourself of something. Okay. And this is that the world around us is changing so fast. Okay. We know that we've seen it. We've experienced it in our own lifetimes. And you have to remember that because the world is changing so fast that it's okay for you to change too with it. Actually, it's quite necessary for you to change with it. It's a pretty normal part of evolution, but I would say in this day and age, it's actually a necessary ingredient for living a successful life is being able to constantly change and evolve to the world around us. And that means sometimes changing ourselves. Now, the hard part is, is we get really stuck in, in identities of like who we are, why we are the way we are and the experiences we've had. And even if we've totally outgrown that version, we are just so clingy almost to that identity because we're proud of it maybe because we've, because that's how the world knows us. For all these different reasons, we sometimes stay stuck in identities that we have completely outgrown and maybe identities that no longer serve us. And I think part of the reason for that is 
There's many reasons, but one of the main reasons is I think it's because we don't know how to actually make that change. We know we want more. We want, we want to do different things with our lives, but we don't actually know how to navigate the change, right? And the reason is, is that our minds play tricks with us. Our minds are really good at trying to keep us safe. And in fact, that is one of the functions of our mind is to try to keep us safe. And often that actually means keeping us the same, right? Because the mind is saying, well, I know this version of Farah. So I'm going to keep her like this because this is safe. I know it. I don't know what another version of her is. I don't know what that unknown is, right? So keeping you the same is what the mind is trying to do. It's just trying to keep you comfortable the same because it knows how to handle that version of you. It doesn't know the other version of you yet. Well, what if I told you that actually trying to keep you the same or safe by trying to keep you that way, it's actually the unsafest thing you could do. Now, listen to me here. It's kind of like saying, this is a good example. It's like saying, I want to hold on to being blockbuster when the world is moving to Netflix and now the metaverse, right? You're going to be stuck in two, three versions behind where the world is at if you don't allow yourself to change. And nobody wants to be blockbuster. We know what happened to blockbuster. It doesn't even exist anymore. Okay, so remind yourself that actually in order to survive in this world, I have to change. It is necessary and actually it is safe for me to change. That reframe alone might give, might give you the permission to say, okay, you know what? I'm allowed to change and actually I need to change in order to like make it in this world. Okay, now what I do want to be weary about like, you know, how I'm saying this is I'm not telling you that you need to completely overhaul yourself. Okay. That is not what I'm saying. You will always be you. The essence of you is still you, but what I'm saying is it's kind of like going back to that Netflix blockbuster example. There's still, it's still entertainment. Okay. It's just entertainment in a new delivery model. People still want that entertainment, just like people still want you to show up as you, but the ways in which you show up might change. Okay, that's what we're talking about here. And usually I end with quotes, but I actually want to share two quotes that I think are gonna actually set the stage really well for us to go into this episode. And the first one is from Benjamin Franklin. And he says, when you are finished changing, you are finished, right? And that's like, again, that's what happened to Blockbuster, but like that happens to us when we stop changing, we stop growing, we stop evolving, we stop becoming the best versions of ourselves. That's that's actually a lifelong journey. You never stop changing. Okay. The next quote is the only constant in life is change. And that was shared by Heraclitus, a Greek philosopher. And I love that one. I I think I always also add the only constant in life is change itself. And knowing that, right, that things are always changing. That's actually the only thing we know for sure is that things will change. Your circumstances will change. Life will change. The world around us will change. I mean, just look at what happened with the pandemic. Everything changed for us, for so many of us, for for, for the globe, right? A massive amounts of change in a very short period of time. I mean, just even look at, this is like something I, I always remind myself of. We go out and get a brand new iPhone, 
every two years. Like we literally upgrade our iPhones every two years, roughly. Some people do it every year, whenever a new one is released, but we are not allowing ourselves to change ourselves. Like we're not allowing ourselves to give the permission to change ourselves as frequently as we change our iPhones, right? Imagine if the iPhone just stopped upgrading, what would happen? We would probably stop investing in Apple or believing in Apple. Apple would probably go under, but the more it actually upgrades itself, that's how the company continues to grow, expand, stay relevant. It allows them to serve more people. It creates more impact in the world. So I think we can all agree that change is a necessary part of our evolution, of our growth. But okay, now that we agree that, you might be saying, Farah, I get it. I get that I need to change. But it can be really hard to do an identity makeover. Trust me, I was there actually about four years ago. And I shared a a bit of this example in the episode prior, but I'm going to build upon it. So four years ago, I was in a career and I had spent 20 years building my career, a finance career in commercial real estate. I was in a senior level in, in the career that I was in. I had made a job change just the year prior in 2018 into 2019. I made this career change and I thought, okay, this is going to be it. I'm, I'm going to continue to be able to grow in this role. And the role wasn't everything that I thought it would be. In fact, I felt like I was going backwards. I wasn't actually growing and I was becoming more and more disconnected from the work that I was doing. It also didn't help that I wasn't really actually being supported to truly grow in that role. And I was in a toxic environment with some of the senior leaders in that organization. So that led to me showing up, dragging my feet to work, not wanting to even go into work in the first place, and eventually led to me being fired. I was completely checked out, right? Now, what was happening in that year was that I was feeling less and less connected to that identity. I actually started to look at the senior leaders in that organization and ask myself, is this what I want for my future? Is this the identity I want to step into? Do I see myself becoming a leader in this organization? And the answer was no. But I was feeling stuck. I didn't know where I was going to go. I just made this career change. I'd, I'd been in this role for less than a year and I was having these feelings probably two months in. And I stayed because I thought, okay, well, I have to make it. It Maybe something's wrong with me. I can't just change. Like, I've just made this change. What are people going to think? You know, what is the outside world going to think if I made another change so quickly? They're going to think I'm lost. All of this chatter was going on in my head. And it led to me just being checked out and then eventually fired. Okay. When I got fired, I want to tell you what happened because It's not what you would probably think, right? Most people are going to jump on to the interwebs, onto Google and start searching right away and start talking to people and start thinking about that next job. And often that next job is going to be something really similar to what they were just doing because they don't want to have a gap in their resume and they want to show people, I'm still, I'm still with it. I've still got it. I'm still in this field. I still have a job working here. And that's what most people probably do. That's actually what I normally would have done. Had it not been for a conversation, I had the day that I got fired. So the day that I got fired, I talked to my sister and a really close friend and I was devastated, right? Like I had never been fired before, um, actually, and not to my own horn, but I was often the person that was being recruited. Actually, while I was in that job, I was being recruited, but I was being recruited 
for roles that I didn't want to do. So I was saying no. And I had been telling my friends that I was unhappy in this job. I was also telling them that all the jobs that I potentially could do weren't exciting me either. At least the traditional ones that were in the job descriptions that I was eligible for. I did not like the identity of those jobs. I did not like the identity of the job that I was in. And I had always been dreaming about starting a business. I'd talk to people about it. People always knew that was something I might do one day. And when that day came that I got let go, my friend said, like, that day is now, Farah. That day is now for you to step in and give it a go. What's stopping you? And I, you know, and I sat back and I thought, you're right, because Everything I'd been searching for online, you know, the jobs that I wanted, they just didn't exist. The identity of what I wanted to do, the person I wanted to become, I didn't, they didn't exist. So I had this chance and that's how I chose to see it as a chance to reinvent myself, right? What I'm telling you today is you do not have to A, wait till you get fired until you're com- or until you're completely checked out of your job. You don't have to wait until you miraculously get some time to reinvent yourself. You can do that at any point. And actually, if I had known that, then I would have made changes way sooner. Okay, so I get it. It's not easy to do. And that's why I want to break this down for you and help you figure out how you can start actually changing your identity now and not waiting until you get to this point where you have to, you're forced to, or you're so checked out of the work that you're doing that you, you know, you're miserable and unhappy. And trust me, I talk to my clients. I talk to a lot of people out there and that's how a lot of people are feeling. And that's why I thought this episode is just so important. So I know I've been already chatting for a bit, but we're going to dive in now to some tangible things that you can do. And I call this the five W's and one H. So you know how when we were younger in, in school, we were taught the, you know, the who, what, where, when, why, and then how questions to ask. So these are the questions I'm going to walk you through to uh, that you're going to ask yourself, okay? So we're going to start up. We're not going to go in that order that I just shared. We're actually going to start off with why, okay? And you know I always like to start off with why, with, with purpose. So you want to ask yourself, why do you want to change? Why do you want to change, right? That's, that's a fundamental question. You might want to change because the old identity or the identity that you're in right now just doesn't feel like you. You don't identify with it anymore. You don't, you look at the life that you've built, the activities that you're doing, and they don't excite you. And you feel, maybe you're feeling like I'm just not living to my full potential. There is so much more inside of me waiting to be unleashed so many things I still want to do that there's a greater purpose. You know, we've talked a lot about purpose on this podcast. If you know you have a greater purpose and you're not actually doing that right now and you're not living in that identity of that purpose right now, of the person you need to be to fulfill that identity, right? And you know what it is that you want, but you know you're not fully living it, then it's time for a change. So ask yourself, why? Why do I want to change? Is it because I have a greater purpose waiting to be unleashed and I need to embody a new identity in order to fulfill on that? Okay. That's a really good place to start with asking yourself, why do I want to change? Is, and is it time for that change now because of these reasons? Okay. So that leads me into 
asking yourself the next W, where in your life do you feel the least connected to yourself, right? Because you're sitting there saying, I don't, I don't really feel like myself in the identity that I'm in now. You need to narrow down where it is because it's usually not in every single area of your life. You might feel really connected, you know, in your family life, but not at work or vice versa, right? You might be feeling, you know, you want to ask yourself like, where am I feeling the least authentic? Where am I showing up and having to kind of almost put on an identity of myself that I no longer feel connected to. But when I'm with my friends or family, I feel myself. And when I'm at work, I don't feel myself. For me, I remember I was doing all of this work at the time in the commercial real estate industry to really advance um, diversity initiatives within the industry, to really support the advancement of women, of ethnic people of other minorities within a pretty white male dominated industry. But then I would go, so that was kind of the work that I was doing outside of work, right? My extracurricular, my volunteer, the stuff that I love doing. I was on all these committees and senior positions on a bunch of different boards. And, but then when I was going to work, I was going to work in a really white male dominated place. And I just couldn't, didn't feel like I could even be myself or that the things that mattered to me mattered in that workplace. And I I felt like I was two, I almost was two different versions. Like when I would show up in these capacities where I was advancing diversity initiatives, that was Farah. That was the true Farah coming from a place that a really authentic place. And then when I was at work that I don't know who that was. So ask yourself, where in your life are you feeling disconnected? from yourself, really. Like, where do you feel like that is someone who's not showing up authentically? Okay. Do you feel you're pretending all of that? Now ask yourself this too, are the things that you want? So for me, there was a part of me that when I was in that job and it was a senior position in a private equity firm, and I thought, okay, well, I know I'm pretending here. I don't feel like myself, but my ego wanted that job. It sounded good on paper, right? And sometimes that's where we are in positions. Let's be honest with ourselves. We take on roles and positions and we climb the corporate ladder because that's what we were told we we're supposed to do. And all of a sudden we end up in a place that sounds really good. You, you feel excited to tell people that you have this big job, but ask yourself, and I had to ask myself a hard question. That's ego Farah that wants all of that. True Farah doesn't need any of that. And actually the true self doesn't need it, let alone it's not serving her to be in that capacity, right? So, you know, really sit, and I know this is like, you know, we could go into, you could probably read a whole book, a bunch of books by Eckhart Tolle to really unpack this and Michael Singer, you know, um, with the untethered soul and all of this, like what's the ego and what's your true self, but ask yourself, like, are there parts of your life that you're not feeling connected to and you're there because your ego drove you to be there and now you're at and it's okay. There's nothing wrong. We're not, there's no make wrong. Okay. And I do actually want to add this in and I probably should have added it sooner, but I'm adding it now. The old identity, there's nothing wrong with the old identity. This isn't a a good versus bad. Old identity is bad and new identity is good. Actually, it's quite, quite not like that at all. The old identity is completely necessary to help you step into the truer version of yourself. All of those experiences that you went through actually help to inform you of who you want to be and the identity you want to step into. So there's no parts of me that look back and say, what was I doing? That was just wrong. It just was data and information that 
put me further towards building a life that actually does align with me. Okay. So let's just make, make that clear. Old identity is necessary to build the new identity. There's no good or bad in any of this, but I do want to ask you to ask yourself, where are you coming from? Is it the ego that wants this thing? Or is it truly you that wants this thing? And that leads me to the next one, the next W, which is who, who do you want to be right from the place of your true self? Who do you want to be? Who do you desire to be without all the titles? You know, don't think about the titles. Think about the feelings that you want to have. How would the person who you want to be, how do they feel energetically? What are the things and emotions and experiences that you want to experience and feel? Is there a version maybe of yourself out there that you daydream about. For me, it was this really energetic, lively, confident person who knows what she wants, who is out there doing her thing, serving others from an aligned place. I would, I would vision it all me stepping on stages, me recording podcasts. Sometimes I would envision myself wearing a white dress on a beach, just feeling really free, like get vivid with your daydreams. I'm sure you all have them. I know I do. And I know you do too. So what does that version look like? That one that you daydream about? Okay. And now I want you to ask yourself, are there parts of your identity that you do love that are, that are mirrored in some of that version that you're daydreaming about? Okay. So that there, we're not sitting here saying, I don't like any of my current identity. I want you to ask yourself, what do I love about my current identity? How I show up? in my family, how I show up at work, when I'm doing these types of presentations at work. I love that, but I don't like this part, whatever it is. So ask yourself, what do you like about your current identity? And then ask, what do you want to change? Where are the parts that you're maybe pretending? What do you want to change? What would you like to call in more of? Okay. And then you need to ask yourself, how can you access that person right now? now. Okay. So if you've envisioned who it is that you want to be and that from a, a place of true desire that that's who you want to be, well, what kinds of experience, so this leads us to the next W, which is what do you want to experience in that identity, right? What kinds of experience experiences would that person have, right? What do you want to experience in this new identity professionally, personally, like maybe there's travel experiences, a certain lifestyle you want to have, what are those experiences? Like take stock, right? For me, I knew that it was being in a, like more of a one-to-one -one facing role, not just crunching numbers behind a desk. I wanted to work with people one-on-one. -on -one. I wanted to have intimate connections with people. I wanted to be able to use my voice in a public way, right? Those were things that I wanted. I wanted to create real impact, not just like impact that crunching numbers does behind the scenes, impact that I can see and feel. I mean, that's what led me to coaching, right? One-on-one -on -one coaching with people. I can see the transformations happening in their lives. It's powerful stuff. So ask yourself, what do you want to experience? What does this new identity you want to experience. Now, this is the beauty is you do not have to wait to have those experiences. You can actually ask yourself, where can I start having those experiences now in my life? Maybe they're on a smaller scale. Maybe they're just a, a taste of it. Something for you to, to know that, oh yeah, this is an experience I really want to have. For me, I envisioned myself on big stages, eventually want to do a TED talk and just all of these things. And But I didn't wait to be given the stage. 
I created it. I mean, I created it with this podcast. So there's ways that you can start to actually have those experiences. Now, if you're saying to yourself, I really want to be a healthy, energetic person. That's the identity I want. I want, well, you can choose to eat healthier foods and you can choose to go on a walk. You're going to wait until you're in this healthy body to have the identity of a healthy person. You can actually start doing the actions to become the person that you want to become now. And that starts by asking yourself, what experiences do I want to have? And then how can I start to have those experiences now? We'll get to the how in a little bit, but that that's the quick main question is what experiences do I want to have? Okay. Now the next one is W, sorry. The next W is when, all right, when. Now, this one is pretty simple, okay? When will you step into this new identity? It's a bit of a trick question for you, but it's now, okay? The answer is now. There is no waiting. You you don't wait for a permission slip from the teacher to go out and start living the identity you want to live. And the reality is, because of what I talked about at the top of this episode, is that we're always changing you never really fully arrive because you're always going to want to be a new, better version of yourself that's constantly growing, right? So the time is now. The when, when do I step into this identity is now. You just stop delaying. Ask yourself this question. Do you want to wake up a year from now in the exact same spot as you were in last year? I think for the most part, most people would answer, hell no, right? So that leads me to the how. How can you start to embody this new identity? I want you to start by asking yourself this question. Why are you still holding on to an old version of yourself? What is it about that old version that you're still holding on to, even though it's not serving you? And be really honest with yourself as to why. Is it because it's easier? You're fearing making changes? Where do you have this resistance? Like, Get really honest with yourself why you're still holding on to it. Now, Is the why a real valid reason to not change? If it's just fear, if it's that you don't want to do the hard thing, those are not real reasons. Those are all things you can work through. You can work through the fear. So sit with yourself. Maybe you have some limiting beliefs around why you're not ready to make the change or you've been holding on to that old version. Maybe it's that you feel you're not actually worthy of that new identity, that you're not good enough. Okay. These are some, these are the the limiting beliefs that so many people carry feeling that they're not worthy or good enough. I'm here to tell you that that's not the case. You're absolutely worthy of the life that you desire. You're good enough. You're perfect as you are. All that's left to do is for you to actually embody it embody the things that you want. Now that's not easy, right? So you're going to have to go through a lot of deep work to kind of unpack those limiting beliefs. That's something that I work with my clients with on work on with my clients one-to-one is to really unpack where those limiting beliefs are coming from. One of the ones that I sometimes have is that, am I selfish to want what I want? Is it selfish? I think a lot of women feel that, that Anytime they want anything from for themselves, they feel like, oh, it's too much. Maybe I'm selfish. Maybe I should do for others and not for myself. I'm here to tell you because I've worked through that one quite a bit is it's actually selfish for you to not step into your true self. Because when you show up as your true self, that is when you can actually be of service to others and give 
your unique gifts to others. And you have something to offer the world that only you uniquely can offer. So by not stepping into that true version of yourself, it's actually really selfish. And that is a reframe that I've had to remind myself of. Farah, the world needs you to show up as you are showing up now that I've now given myself permission to show up as for the last couple of years that I denied myself for the first, for, for several years, I wouldn't say the whole time. There was always parts of me trying to break through, but I wasn't doing it fully. And now that I have fully allowed myself to be myself, show up as, as myself and to do the work that lights me up, I'm in so much of a better place to help other people. So that is something that I think is really important for you to remind yourself. Okay. So how can you actually start to embody this every day? How can you start to embody the identity that you truly connect with every day? And this is what I want you to ask yourself every single day when you wake up is what is one, what is one action that you can take each day to step into that identity? Like I said earlier, if you said, I really want to be a healthy, energetic person, maybe it is, I take a 15 minute walk every day because that makes me feel healthy and energetic. If you said, I want to be a writer, I want to write a book. That's an experience I want to have is writing a book. Then write every day, even if it's garbage, write every single day. Don't just wait for this divine moment to get words on a page. You have to show up as a writer every day. If I said that I'm someone who wants to speak on stages, I I created a stage and an opportunity for me to do that, right? So I want you to ask yourself, where is What is one action that you can actually take in your day that embodies that new identity? All right. Now, if you are unsure on any of the above, you're still sitting there feeling like, Farah, I get this all, but I don't know how I get it intellectually, but I don't know how to actually integrate this. Then I want to invite you to a workshop, actually a masterclass series that I'm doing. And it's a masterclass because it's a place where you're actually going to learn something intellectually that you will then integrate and embody. So if you know anything about my workshops or masterclasses, it is move, it, it, it is about moving from a concept intellectually to actually being able to integrate and embody it in your life. And the workshop is called Master. I I I got to get up with the branding. I used to have a workshop. Now I have a masterclass series because it's a three day program called How to Lead with Purpose, and it is all about the things that I've been talking about on this podcast that I've talked about in today's episode. That it, it it's about you stepping into a version of yourself that is true to you that allows you to live out that purpose to discover it and then to live it out and to show up as your highest self. But I'm going to teach you frameworks and strategies and exercises and questions that you can ask yourself to actually start doing that. So this is not a come listen to me for an hour lecture at you. It is actually about how you can start integrating changes into your own life around these things. So I'd really love to see you there. It is a three-day workshop. March 27th, 28th, and 29th, one hour a day, 1 p.m. Eastern. That's when we're having the workshop. And it's just one hour, but I'm telling you one hour for for three days. So three hours, these are going to be the best three hours that you can gift yourself this year to really, truly make transformation and change in your life. All the details are linked in the show notes. So go check them out there. But I did want to share that because 
uh, it's free and you should absolutely take advantage of this offer. All right. Okay. So we shared some quotes at the top, but I want to share some quotes here as well to really anchor in all the concepts that I have been talking about today. So this one is from Wayne Dyer and he says, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And I really love that one because this goes back to how you're perceiving things, right? So this is your chance to really change the way you look at your life. Because when you do, when you come at it from a new angle, when you, when you reframe, when you give yourself that permission to change things, those things that you're looking at in your life that you want to change, they start to change. I think it's such a beautiful quote. And then this next one is from Robin Sharma. And he says, change is hard at first, messy in the middle and gorgeous at the end. And I like this one because that's how I've experienced it myself. To make major change isn't easy. It is difficult and it gets messy. It's There's no like perfect recipe for change. You just got to go out and do it and go through the mess of it. Your kitchen might end up as a mess, but in the end, you're going to have this beautiful cake or whatever it is, this beautiful work of art that is your life and that you created because you went through those hard, messy parts first. All right. So in closing, this episode is your permission to give yourself an upgrade and ask yourself, okay, when you're doing this, ask yourself, what is one action that you can take today to step into that identity of your higher self? And I would really love to hear what that action is. Maybe it's to join my masterclass, which the link is in the show notes. And I would really love to see you there. All right. Have a good one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Futura Talks. I hope it has left you inspired and motivated to pursue your dreams, find your calling and follow your heart in your life and business. If you enjoyed this conversation, it would mean so much to me if you would consider leaving a review and better yet, sharing this episode with someone who will be inspired to start building their own Futura. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and I will see you next week.